I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle. Couchcast edition. Yes. Surprise! We have a couchcast for you today. Trying to keep you on your toes, guys. Yep, there we go. Okay, we're here so. For. Do you want to draw one out of our little box here? Yes, I would love okay, to. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, what does it say? Dramatic sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Insert here. We really need a soundboard. Oh, that would be really fun. That would be fun. Would we make we should get a studio first, and yeah. then we'll get a soundboard to put in it. Yes. Okay. Is it ever okay to date a non-Christian? No. Couch cast done. And that that's was all fast. we have, guys. Have a great... No. Okay, let's... Sorry, I, we're not trying to, like, make no. light of no, a no, question. No, 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 no. Um, this is a but tough one. No. Well, no, it's let, not me, a re- tough let one, me rephrase. But it's a tough topic. It is. And I, w- I say no, it is never okay. If you're a Christian. Oh, that's great. <laughs> if you're think, not... Think about it yes, that way. Yes, by all means. Yeah. Go right ahead. But no, as a Christian, it is never okay to date someone who isn't a Christian. Mm-mm. I, I mean, that's just my two cents worth. Yeah. <laughs> I No. No, I don't think so either. Because, one, we're told to be equally yoked. Once we are married, you are dating with the hope and intent of marriage. If you're not, then that's a whole other set of uh, issues oh that gosh. we'll need. Like, that's a, that's a whole other thing. Like, we're kind of in this question of taking it as a foregone conclusion that you are dating with the purpose being to see whether or not you are compatible with this person for marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's your number one thing. You know, we talk mm-hmm. about non-negotiables. We talk about preferences. This is the number one non-negotiable thing. If you yeah. don't get past this one, none of the others matter. Right. Okay. So then what do you say to, I'm with you. I'm not disagreeing. Yes. I'm playing devil. No, no, go ahead. I never get to do this. This is fun. Yeah. So let's say you're dating a guy and he has no problem with the fact that you're a Christian. And mm-hmm. he is super supportive. He'll go to church. Uh, he'll with go you. to church with you. He's supportive of your faith. Loves that you have that, but it's just not for him. Then what do you say? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's a no go for me. I. But why? Like, if you had to have that conversation, like, what take do this you to its him? logical conclusion. You want your husband teaching your children. One, I would assume. Two, you want his input to be involved in ch- with your mm-hmm. children one day. What is he going to teach them? Mm-hmm. Because two, whether your husband is a believer or not, you as the wife are called to submit to his leadership mm-hmm. to the point of him telling you to contradict God's word. Mm-hmm. And so what he, you would need to be on board with what he's teaching your children, which what he would be teaching them is that, hey, mom believes all this stuff and that's fine, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Is that really what you want your children learning? Yeah. Or do you want them to see mom telling them this is the source of ultimate truth being God's word and you know, the Lord and your husband telling them, eh, nah, it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mixed take that to its logical children. end. So that, I mean, that too, <laughs> the Bible says, do not be unequally yoked. Now, if you are married and you realize this, or you're married and you become a Christian, then that's a whole different thing. We're talking about you're dating someone that you know is not a Christian. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. No, I would take it a step further and this might make some people mad and say, I am not okay with dating a lip service Christian. Mm. Someone who, oh yeah, yeah, you know, typical in the South, I'm, I'm a Christian. They may go to I'm church a month or, you know, once this. a month mm-hmm. or so. They may, you know, pull out their Bible and read a few verses every once in a while to check off the boxes that they did. They're a cultural Christian mm-hmm. and they may be saved. So technically, is that okay? Technically, I guess. But I'm not okay. Personally, 
Well, is that someone you want to be following and someone you want? Exactly. We we talk about the importance of being with somebody who's going to help you grow in your faith that Mm -hmm. you can help them grow in theirs, but that's got to be a mutual thing. This is not a, it's often called missionary dating. Yeah. Where, oh, I want to date him because then I can convert him. I'll change him. Yeah. Or I'm I'm that powerful. Yeah. Because (laughs) he'll want to grow if he's with me. There's a pride in that because I'm so wonderful. He'll get on board. Right. No. And his motivation to either develop a relationship with the Lord or to grow his relationship with the Lord should never be to please you. Or anyone. Or anyone. Yeah. So, and just being super vulnerable here, I dated guys that said they were Christians in high school. Mm-hmm. Looking back now, they definitely, well, I can't say definitely. From where I was standing. Right. And based on fruit that was <laughs> yeah. or wasn't being. You don't have any reason to think that shown. they were. Exactly. Yeah. But. I was, they were really cute and they liked me and I liked them and we got along really well and they checked the box, like mm-hmm. you said. So I was like, okay, great. And I think the more you grow in your faith and the more spiritual maturity that the Lord develops in you, you will have greater discernment mm-hmm. in that area. But I can't stress enough the importance of, and just the value that is brought to a marriage when you are with somebody who is strong in their faith, who spiritually is Mm -hmm. sound, someone that you can submit to, someone that you can follow, someone, like you said, that you want leading your children, Mm -hmm. all of these things that you would inherently be giving up if you choose not to marry somebody or to date somebody and then end up marrying that is not a believer. Mm -hmm. So, and... Also, Bethany and I were actually just talking about this before we started recording this, about how I don't understand how someone who doesn't have a relationship with the Lord gets through difficult times. Yeah, that would be huge. if you get to a point in your life where you're facing a really difficult trial. Financial troubles. Financially, death in the family. um, Work, I mean, work, you know, ambiguity or stress or whatever. Major or minor issue for that matter. And your first reaction is to run to the Lord and to seek him and find comfort in him and all of that. And his is not, you're not going to be, that's not going to draw you together at all as far as trying to get through this Mm -mm. trial together and to seek God's wisdom and direction and guidance yeah. and comfort through that, you're going to be basically figuring out how to do it on your own. Yeah, I mean, or you he are, is rather. No person on this earth is ever just staying still. Mm-mm. Everyone on earth is either getting closer to the Lord or getting further away. Mm-hmm, there true. is no in between. Mm-hmm. So if you are a Christian, whether you're dating someone, you're married to some, whatever, your paths will unavoidably be going in different directions. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh-uh. Well, you think about there's that diagram of a triangle mm-hmm. whenever you have, if you imagine the triangle where the flat part is on the bottom yeah. and then there's a point at the top. So you have God at the top and you have you on one corner and your husband on the other bottom corner. Yeah. Husband, boyfriend, insert, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Whoever. The goal is for you both to be moving towards Jesus and in doing so, you will be moving closer together. Exactly. And... If you do not have that in common, that faith, that relationship mm-hmm. with the Lord, that desire to grow closer to him, you will not be growing closer together. Yep. You should want a marriage where you are consistently growing closer together and closer to the Lord. Yeah. And so 
I know that this is something that's very easily justifiable, especially at the beginning of a relationship or when you're super early on in dating because you're not thinking that far ahead necessarily. You're thinking, oh my gosh, he's so great and he seems really nice. And I mean, he may not be a Christian, but he's not a bad person Mm -hmm. and all of these things. And it's not, you know, you're not alone in thinking this. No. I've gone through the exact same thing in my mind. Well, and the, the longer you go being single in one stretch, too. Oh, yeah. The more things you're like, well, I don't have to have someone who's this. And yeah. he doesn't have to be that. Yeah. This is one that has to always be there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. no, I would say I do not think it's ever okay. I don't either. And I think my encouragement, if you're asking yourself this question, is to really take the time to think long term. Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked about how you shouldn't get ahead of yourself and don't think you are well but with but, something but yeah i'm saying as far as like we're talking more of don't go out with a guy and think oh i need to know if i'm gonna marry him or oh this but th- it's okay to think long term and to think about okay from what i know about this person mm-hmm. and what i know about his faith and his character are we headed like you said yeah. in the same direction yeah. and if you're not then call it quits while it's early. yeah you don't have to know immediately are you going to marry this person but you should be thinking about the long-term ramifications of the things you do know about them mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. That's the, those are the things you need to know to determine that are we going to be together forever. Yeah. Question. Exactly. So, so that's not a very, um, there wasn't a no, but uh, yeah, for this no, question, no, no, no. <laughs> but I can tell you that you would be settling mm-hmm. if you decide to be with somebody who does not have this in common with you and when you wait for someone who does you will be so glad you did you will not regret it you will never regret not settling no no so so take this time if you're like we said with some other things most of the time when someone's asking a question like this they already know the answer (laughs) however if you're asking yourself this because you truly don't know the answer it's in the Bible. So get in the Word, solidify this in your own mind as to why you believe what you believe, not, well, Bethany and Kristen said, blah, blah, blah. Solidify this in your own mind Mm -hmm. and then walk in that conviction. Definitely. For sure. So sorry for the very, not, I'm not sorry for the No, don't be sorry. Uh, But (laughs) this one is is like, oh, let's tie a pretty pink bow on it at the end. That's the end of it. But that's just part of life life in general. It is. Okay. But thanks for asking yes. whoever sent this in. I know there are probably a lot of people that ask this question mm-hmm. and are wondering this. And I think that it's important for us to talk about these things yeah. as much as it is the things that do have pretty bows yeah. tied around them. So Perfect. Hope you guys enjoyed this little surprise couch cast. Yep. We'll be back next Wednesday with our final Q&A episode of July. So until then, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle. Mm-hmm.